0: be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, Most High. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the. Lord. Yes,
1: Lord. Amen.
0: The righteous run into it, and they are saved. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, Most High. high! Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the. Name of the Lord.
2: Let's give him another hand clap
3: of praise. Amen. Amen, amen. It's tremendous to be back in the house of the Lord uh today, even though man we've got several folks that are missing due to sickness and uh, um we are praying for for those of you uh, um, that maybe wasn't in the um in the Bible class in Sunday school did hear those prayer requests even um my sister Lisa had to rush Brother Randy to the ER. Uh, and um uh, he was really having some difficulties. Uh she told me yesterday they they went uh, with us on our church out into uh, the Ark ER, and she told me yesterday that she was really thinking that he was having gallbladder problems the way he's been acting and doing. So we want to just remember everybody um sickness, but we got an old friend here with us today. Now, amen, Sister too. It's good to see you. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord and, and everybody. We want to welcome those uh, by means of the live streams watching live stream today. Hope that you are uh, are blessed uh as well. We had a tremendous time and the group that went uh to the Ark encounter up uh the other side of Lexington, Kentucky yesterday. Um, everybody I talked to really enjoyed it. And um we will be planning that um again sometime in the future. But uh I, I found out that there's something really exciting going on. I noticed uh when we were leaving they got over eight hundred acres up there, they said. And um I noticed uh, when we were leaving that they were breaking ground on another section, and I didn't know what it was, and Ronnie was telling me this morning, uh, was it the bus driver that carried y'all back? bus driver, one of the bus drivers that does the shuttle workover, says they are breaking ground, that they're going to build an exact replica of how Jerusalem was when Jesus was alive on this earth. It's going to be an exact replica. Man, I'm going to tell you what, I might just move up there. Y'all have to get you another preacher. <laughs> Amen. So, man, that that thrilled me right there. Amen. But um, it's, it's not going to be like Jerusalem today. It's going to be a replica of how it was when Jesus walked this earth. So um, I'm definitely in on that. <laughs> But we had a great time, and um, uh, we just, um, we're just happy to be back in the house of the Lord. Let's talk about our um, uh, announcements. It's in uh, the bulletin. Uh, if you can get one there. Are some that are laying there on our welcome desk there in the foyer. But, uh Happy birthday uh, uh, to uh, Sister Mary Magnes. Having a birthday on Friday. Mm-hmm. And she's like Jack Benny, she's 39 and holding. <laughs> and um, uh, uh, Vicky, she's not with us today, but then comes um, with Sister Tina. She's got uh, a birthday also on the 21st, so maybe they're watching online. Jesse and Chris has got their anniversary. So, um, so wishing them a happy anniversary. Uh, next on uh, the agenda, I hope that you will plan on attending, uh, is the quarterly fellowship meeting that we have uh, between our church and uh, uh, the Bowling Green Church. This is the church uh, that Brother Penrod, uh, pastor uh, Bible Center Assembly, and it's going to be April the 29th, at 5 p.m., and um, so uh, remember that. That's going to be a great time uh, because Brother Penrod, before he passed away, um, had asked Ronnie uh, to preach the next fellowship meeting, uh, Brother Stevens, who is um, the pastor now. Um, uh, wants uh, to hold it like we, it was set up. So Ronnie is going to be the main speaker, but that's April the 29th uh, at 5 p.m. And uh, if anybody uh, would want to go but you don't want want to drive, uh, you let me know ahead of time so I can prepare, and I would drive the church van uh, from the church up up there if we have anybody that would like to ride in the van. Uh, keep all that uh, in mind, uh, I think that's,
4: uh, that's the
2: announcements, uh, I'm not sipping on Folgers while I'm talking to you, but this coming uh, June, uh, the last Sunday, June, is our 75th
3: homecoming anniversary for church. Three quarters of a century, uh, it's been since our founder, uh, Brother Hale and Sister Daisy Hale, uh, stepped out uh, by faith in North Nashville uh, and uh, started this church. And so, this is going to be a really big celebration for us. And because of it, ben, we've got some nice coffee cups uh, with our church logo just. A little bit. Here and uh, we're we're giving all of our members one of these apiece. Uh, everybody who was here Wednesday night has already got one. We passed them out Wednesday night, and uh, I want to make sure all of our regular members has one first. And what, what we got left over, we'll have uh, at the homecoming gift or in the business would like to be here, but. Uh, you will have these probably on the table in the fellowship hall at the church. If you want to get you one, uh, uh, stop in there and, and get you one. But I think they're really nice, and um, uh, this is one of the things that we're going to be doing in celebration for our to sit in here and just you know fade away and die in here but if you would like to have one of them uh, and you don't have no cats because I didn't realize, I didn't know these things are harmful to cats uh, the pollen from them and everything can make cats sick I've been told uh, and uh, so you know uh, I don't want to be the fault of some uh, uh, kitty cat getting sick but if you would like to take one, I think we got six of them. It's a first-come, first-served basis. So if you want one, you have to
2: grab it. Not now, but after church. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's get into our devotion this morning. Amen. Psalms 47.
3: And we're going to start out this devotion by letting you know why we clap our hands in the house of God. This is what it reads like. Oh, clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with a voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. And he will subdue the peoples under us. Think about that. He will subdue the people under you. If you ever run across somebody that's been operated by the bad, a bad spirit, and you're walking before God, you don't have to worry about it. God's going to, have to subdue them. He's going to take care of them. He said he would. This is not the only place in the Bible that lets us know that. Also says, no weapon—that's my favorite verse—no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah. He will subdue the peoples under us and the nations under our feet. He will choose our inheritance for us. Mm -hmm -hmm. The excellence of Jacob, whom he loves, Selah. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet, sang praises to God, Sing praises, sang praises to our king, sang praises. For God is the king of all the earth, saying praises with understanding. Think about how many times he repeats that. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. God reigns all over the nations and sits on his holy throne. The princes of, of the people have gathered together. The people of the God of Abraham. For the shield of the earth belongs to God. The shields of the earth belongs to God. He is greatly, everybody say he's greatly, greatly, amen, exalted, hallelujah, glory to God. So I want you to know something, what we're fixing to do when the praise team comes back up is something that has been ordained by God, amen, God has ordained us to give praise don't, you don't say do it when you feel like it. You don't say throw up your hand when you feel, you know, there was a song that you sang years ago, I never liked it. Every time I feel the spirit, um, I gonna pray. You better pray before you, sometimes you got to pray to feel the
2: spirit. Come on, somebody. Glory to God. So let's worship God today. Give him a hand.
0: most beautiful name of all names, Jesus.
1: Let's worship the Lord today.
0: Speak, Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break. Declare. Break every strong. needs broken. Shine through the shadows. Is present. I speak, Jesus. I just want to speak the name of Jesus till every dark addiction starts to break. Come on, got
1: any addictions broken?
3: Singing out girl, yeah.
1: and anxiety.
5: To every soul held captive by depression. You've been battling depression.
1: Jesus will take
5: it. I speak Jesus
2: We haven't even begin to tap in to the power that's in Jesus. All we're doing is scratching the surface.
3: Amen. Think back through your life that you've come to the Lord on the, that moment up to this point that you thought was the very best, that you experienced the greatest and felt felt the best in the power of Jesus. Well, I'm going to tell you what, that right there is just scratching the surface. What I'm telling you is there's a whole lot more out there than we've even begun
2: to embrace. Amen. This thing is real, folks. When
3: you pursue a relationship, with Jesus Christ. Not religion. We don't need religion. Amen. We need a relationship with Jesus Christ. Man, I tell you what, the power of the Holy Spirit is just moving in here in this worship. Let's thank God for it. Let's just praise Him. (laughs) Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen, amen. Praise God. Sister
2: Mandy, will you stand and just give us a testimony right now? Yes, yes, yes.
4: Yes. 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 Please.
2: Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. know that many
3: was concerned uh about Sister Mindy after uh the last time we was here while she was in service got that message that phone call that she had lost her dad. That's uh that's something heavy to lay on somebody, ma'am. But she uh, just ran and fell before the Lord and uh, God's people began to pray for her and people God's people everywhere began to pray and um he has taken her this far, and He's going to continue because, uh, you know, it's still not over yet. The healing process is still in the process. But uh, I know God, every, I, I learned this, and um, uh, Sister Darlene and I learned this years ago. Sometimes what you wonder, and you question God, because you don't understand why this is happening, that it's happening, why you're having to go through this. But a lot of the things that we went through, the struggles that we went through when we were younger, God was preparing us so we could do what we're doing
2: right here and right now.
3: Amen. God will take you through the valley so you can help somebody else. You see, you can't lead somebody down a path you've never walked yourself.
2: Amen? Amen.
3: So, it may be when sometimes you wonder, why am I battling this, Lord? Why am I going through this and that? God just may be preparing you that somewhere down the road, you may be the only hope and light that somebody else can lean on because they, maybe they don't know the Lord yet themselves, but you can lead them to know that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Give the Lord another hand clap. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to worship God right now in our giving. And um, uh, you can, uh, several ways you can give. We've got uh, uh, back there on the welcome desk where you can use a card if you need to use a card. Uh, And uh, those of you watching online, watching on our website, ChristFamilyChurchNashville.org, you'll see a give button there if you'd like to give. You can do so, amen, and let's just bow our heads, and that's God's blessing. Father, we come today, we thank you, and we praise you uh, for this service so far, God. It's it's a rich spirit of the Holy Spirit in here today, and we're thankful, God, and I know that you're moving, and you're going to move throughout the rest of this service. Now, Lord, we worship you in our giving. Giving is a part of worship, and so we want to worship in our giving. Bless each and every one who gives. Bless the gift and the giver. In Jesus' name, that the
2: church say, God bless you as you give. In the book of Luke, chapter 15, verse 4,
3: Jesus asked a question. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, do not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he finds it? I don't know about you, but I'm happy that I'm one of those sheep. Hallelujah.
4: Here I am.
1: Here I am. I'm the one, the shepherd. resurrection born when the redeemed are gathering I'll be in that royal number when they call my name when they all join in and sing hallelujah to the king I'll cry with a just Yeah It's yeah. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. I'm the
3: Come on, give
2: the Lord a hand clap of praise if you're glad. Hallelujah. that's another song similar to that. Prayer family uh,
3: sings, hallelujah, amen, that he came looking for me. Aren't you glad he came looking for you? I promise you, none of us ever looking for him. Amen. That's what the Bible teaches. Amen. What well, none of us looking for him. When you was out in the world doing your own thing, anybody here think about you want to, you can have no thoughts of God. Hey, you would have never even come in if God had sent that Holy Spirit into your heart to convict you. And the Bible says without that convicting power, you can't come to God anyway. Amen. That's why it's always dangerous. Any time you feel the Spirit of God moving you, it's dangerous to quench that Spirit. You quench it today, you might not never have it again. Do you? you don't have a promise to. I'm glad
2: I'm the one that He left the fold to find. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, brother.
3: Amen, amen, hallelujah, amen. I had uh, uh, asked Jada to sing. I did, but I didn't realize that she was going to help fill in this morning. And didn't she do a great job on that? Man, that was great. That was great. Hallelujah, amen. But uh, looking at the time, we're going I think we need to move on so we can get into the word and that Song ask her to sing. We'll do it the next time. We're going to have uh have our meet and greet right now let's all stand and just greet one another in Jesus name
2: Well it feels so
1: good just being here again it feels so good. There's just nothing I like better than God's people getting together to so. nothing I like better than God's people getting together feels so good.
2: All right, let's give the Lord one more hand clap
3: while you make your way back to your seats.
2: Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to ask Ronnie to come on up and um, hear the word of the Lord today.
6: Praise the Lord, everyone. It's great to be in the house of the Lord this afternoon. Great to see everyone out this afternoon, those watching by me to the last room, we welcome you today, hallelujah. The, the uh, message today it go goes right along with the Sunday school lesson this morning uh, that Brother Douglas taught this morning, and I had started preparing before we uh, went on a trip, I didn't need I didn't even have glanced at the Sunday School book. I didn't know that you're gonna be speaking on "Covered by the Blood," um, but I had started preparing uh, before our trip and everything. And being that Easter was last Sunday, I just was thinking. Still, my mind was on, focused on the blood, uh, thinking about the blood of Jesus and what it represents. And that's that's what my message falls in line with today. So, those who were here this morning for Sunday School is going might seem like deja vu uh, a little bit. Uh, But uh, but we need to hear about the blood of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. So we'll have our Bibles this morning. I want to take us to two different books uh, for our uh, opening text. We're going to go to the Book of Exodus, chapter twelve, which is uh, right there at the beginning, right after Genesis. But then we're going to jump to Revelation twelve, toward to the back of the book. So we're going to start in Exodus twelve, and then we'll read verse there in Revelation twelve. In Exodus chapter 12, we're going to read verse 12 and 13. Verse 12 and 13. begins reading like this. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now, the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. That's Exodus 12, 12, and 13. We're going to move on to Revelation 12, verses 10 and 11. And this is, uh, y'all remember, Pastor spoke about Apostle John. Uh, I'll Patmos last week, this is John speaking again. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. This morning I want to talk to us a little bit on overcomers by His blood. Overcomers by His blood. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for your word that you have given me for this day. Lord, use me as you see fit, Father, to give your word to your good people, Lord. Let it go forth as a blessing and an encouragement to them today, for your blood is what we need upon our life. Your blood is what it takes for every walk of our life. Salvation, healing, Lord, everything within our life. Your blood takes care of it all. Hallelujah. There's power in the blood. And I thank you for that power that you give today, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say, Amen. You may be seated. Overcomers by His blood. That's what we are today. Those who are in Christ Jesus, we are overcomers by His blood. There's power in His blood. And we went from Exodus to Revelation. In Exodus, I want to step back there first and and go over that. And we had talked about it, like I said, this morning in Sunday school. The first Passover, which took place at the time of the tenth plague, the death plague as it was, all of the plagues, like the, the Nile River, turned into blood, the frogs, the lice, the swarms of flies, locusts, even darkness over the land for three days, so dark that you could feel the darkness. Thank you, brother said so you could feel the darkness. It was so dark. And these, these plagues, all the Pharaoh's sorcerers couldn't do anything but increase the frogs. They couldn't make anything go away. They couldn't make anything better. They could make make the problem worse, but they couldn't make it any better. And that's something that should be uh, noted for those people who are in the, the spirit realm on the devil's side in this day and time. They think they have power. They think they feel, feel the power of the prince of the power of the air, but they can't do anything but make their problems worse. Just take the Ouija board, for example. Many people, they, they get to playing around with a Ouija board. They think, they, they think they're sensing some power and something there, something that kind of opens their mind and their senses, but then they open the door to something they cannot close. There's a spirit there that they cannot now get rid of. There's a power there that they cannot control and handle. Whew, glory to the name of the Lord, but Pharaoh found this out himself, and these different plagues that God put on them because they had many gods. That there was not a real god; it wasn't a true god. They, like the ninth plague, was the darkness over the land. They they had a sun god, but where was the sun for three days? They had they had no light, and. Uh, uh, like I said, I was preparing this beforehand, but we happened to go on that trip. But, you know, yesterday, we stayed Friday night. And in in our hotel room, um, there, are, there are curtains, I have to tell this. <laughs> it gets me in trouble because it's my fault. So, it, But talk thinking of darkness, how many of you, when you sleep, need to be in complete and total darkness? I mean, it needs to be pitch black. You can't have light on. I can have I could if I needed to, I could lay down on the, the bench right there and go right to sleep. These lights don't bother me. I could I could do it. You know. Maybe it was from working nights for eighteen years that they gave me that <laughs> to be able to fall asleep. Light doesn't bother me like that. But Michelle is on is different. She needs complete and total black pitch darkness like this night plagued to sleep. And so our hotel room, it had the curtains on it, the the sheer ones that were kind of see-through. They had the little outer ones that go around, but it didn't go all the way around. You could see the, you know, the track only went so far. And it stopped, and I'm like, well, it's time to go to bed and rest. And, of course, the outside light's coming in. And I was like, and I'm looking at it, and we've stayed in another hotel that she doesn't believe me now, but I promise there was no way of blocking out the light. And so I assume, just by from staying someplace before, that there wasn't a blackout curtain, in, you know, in there that you couldn't black it out. So we go to bed. She does not sleep because the light's coming in. And I'm asked her, "Did you close your eyes?" Well, that wasn't the right thing to ask, and <laughs> you know, because it still comes through. The light still comes through. We get up the next morning. And, lo- and I'm and I'm looking and I'm thinking, I'm seeing th- kind of through that sheer curtain. I'm like, as you can see through I'm like, it looks like there's a track behind there. And so I go and I kind of peek around and I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> sure enough, right in behind there is two blackout curtains. All you had to do was pull together, and, and you know, and then she lost a good night's sleep because the light from, the, you know, the street lights coming in. And so I thought about that as I think about this ninth plague. But this was a darkness that they, the scripture said they could feel. It was so pitch black that they could feel. And so all these things were were being done to teach Pharaoh and and all the people of Egypt that their gods they were worshiping, their gods that they were trying to support, they were false gods. They had no power. They had no. They they were, weren't real. But God was ready for the children of Israel. After 430 years of being in bondage, to be released and let go to the land he promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he was ready for them to be released and be let go, and he wanted that to happen and take place. And so, they were going to be released, but not after the, uh, this tenth plague that took place. But in every, in the life of every firstborn was going to be taken in the household, and also of the beasts that they had as well, the animals that they had. But something had to happen first. They had to be obedient to the instruction of God that He had given. They had to be obedient to that instruction. They had to prepare for this tenth plague, this death plague that was going to come at around midnight. They had to prepare for it. And part of this was to get a young first-year male lamb without any blemish and take that lamb and sacrifice not sacrifice him, but slaughter him, kill him, put some of that blood on the doorpost of the house. And so that that blood would be seen by that death angel that would come and and pass over that house because they had prepared. They had to put it on that doorpost. And so they had to eat this meal with unleavened bread and bitter herbs as well. They also had to be in the house. They had to stay in the house. That's where the protection was when the blood was put over the doorpost. They could not leave the house. They had to stay inside the house. They couldn't, at the last minute, oh, I forgot. I got to run down to the store. No. You had to stay in the house. You had to follow the instruction of the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's something that sometimes, even us today, we miss the mark on following the instruction of the Lord. We've got to follow his instruction. There is protection there. He does provide that. But we've got to follow his protection at the same time. We've got to follow his his plan at the same time. They had to be ready to go at the moment's notice. They had to have their belt on their waist. They had to have their sandals on their feet. And they had to eat in haste. They had to have their staff in their hand ready to go. The time was coming where they were going to get the message and notice it's time to leave. When that death angel passed over, there was going to be time to leave. They had to follow the instruction that God had had told them. And so they had done this. They prepared as God instructed, and they were saved from that death angel passing over. It was only Pharaoh's house and uh, the firstborn and all of the the livestock, the firstborn that they took. And we see when we rem- we are reminded uh, of the of these passages scriptures and the uh, the blood upon the doorposts. We see how the lamb's blood that protect the children of Israel, and it still ta- and it still takes the lamb's blood of Jesus today for protection and power in our lives. That is the one difference between Jesus and the way and the Lamb of this time was Jesus, the perfect Lamb, brought power with it. Jesus had the power that he brought with it, with that protection. Hallelujah. And that goes in our lives today. Jesus is the unblemished lamb that gave his life for me and you. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for that today because Jesus willingly gave his life and shed his blood on Calvary. We are overcomers today. We are overcomers. We have the power through Jesus to overcome every situation in our lives. Hallelujah. We are overcomers today. No matter what the devil says, no matter what he tries to make you believe, you are overcomers today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's look at Matthew 26, verse 27 and 28. Then he took the cup and gave thanks. This is talking about when Jesus uh, was at at the the Passover feast, talking to the disciples. Then he took the cup and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it all of you for this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission of sins this is my blood of the new covenant now not every uh not every version has that new covenant in there so you can uh you can say this is the blood of the covenant That covenant right there is one that that Jesus takes very serious. When you're in a covenant with Him, He does not falter from that. He doesn't waver from that. He upholds His covenant. Hallelujah. The ones who fall short of the covenant are ourselves. The ones who step back from the covenant, from the commitment, is ourselves. Hallelujah! We're the ones that fall short. We're the ones that fall to the wayside of that. And like the pastor just talked about, we are part. We were we that nine. That one of that ninety-nine that he went out to get. Hallelujah! And I'm so thankful for that today because he's long suffering. But it's not him that lets down on the covenant. It's us. It's us that lets down on that. But he, his long suffering. Hallelujah, it's great, hallelujah. We are overcomers by His blood. Jesus spoke these words to the disciples as they were celebrating the Passover. Remember the time of the deliverance from uh, Egypt and the blood on the doorposts, that they did this again year after year after year. That was there again, like we talked about this morning. uh, In Sunday school, that was part of the ordinance of God. He wanted them to do this as a reminder every year Follow this so you you remember why it was we did this. The blood of Jesus does several things for us today, and I want to talk about a few of them this afternoon. The blood of Jesus frees us from sin. It frees us from sin. The dominion of sin. Ever since the time of Adam, when he gave his he when he gave the dominion that he had back over. He he lost that dominion. That sin stepped in. And now and death stepped in as well. And so we, did, he, we didn't have that, any control of that anymore. Adam gave that up. Jesus came and His blood is what frees us from that sin dominion it has over our lives. When we accept Jesus Christ, to everyone not covered by the blood of Jesus Christ through water baptism, you're going to have that on you. The wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That is your gift of God in eternal life. It's the blood that takes care of that. When I, when I was thinking and preparing and studying on this, I thought about how you know the children of Israel, the Passover, the Passover, that first Passover, the blood was over the doorpost, they left. They left the city, they went away. Well, they come to, to the Red Sea. They had left, but then Pharaoh's heart hardened again. He, began, he come after them. He come after them. He wasn't willing to let them go he come after them. It was only after that God parted the Red Sea. They crossed over on dry ground. And as the Egyptian Pharaoh's army come over, then the, the Red Sea, we know, fought, fell the waters, come back down on them and drowned them all. Took care of that problem, took care of that situation. How many know and understand today that sin is just like that in our lives? It tries to come back and, and, and follow us. It tries to follow us and tries to pull us back in. But Jesus Christ... The blood that he shed on Calvary takes care of that lock, stock, and barrel, as they say. Hallelujah. It has no hold on you. He took care of that. Hallelujah. At Calvary, sin has no dominion on you over you anymore. It has no control over you anymore because Jesus' blood took care of that. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so glad today for the blood of Jesus, that it took care of that, that sin that I had in my life uh, that started with Adam and Eve in, in the garden. I'm so glad and thankful that He was that perfect sacrifice, that sin. Only He, only Jesus could take care of that sin. There's no way in the world we could ever take care of that. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for that today. And once we are made free from sin, we are free indeed. We are free for good and free forever. Hallelujah. John chapter 8, verse 34. 36. Jesus answered them most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. You're free indeed when the Son makes you free. Hallelujah. You're no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer Working for sin. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul uh, speaks about in Romans 6 a lot on, on that and the slavery to sin. And now you're a, you're a slave to righteousness now. You are no longer a slave to sin. When you are made free by the blood of Jesus, you are free indeed. Hallelujah. Free forevermore. It's never going to bother you again. It has no power over you. It has no control over you. Hallelujah. Jesus took care of that. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah today for that. Glory to the name of the Lord. Jesus' blood also justifies or makes us right, makes us righteous. It's not in ourselves, but it's his blood that justifies us and makes it right. Romans 5 and 9 says, Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for today. I can do nothing in and of myself to make things right. It's only through Jesus Christ. His blood justifies me. His blood makes me right in His eyes. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for that today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. And it saves me from the wrath through him, hallelujah it saves me from that wrath. I don't want to go through that I don't want anybody to go through that, and I'm so thankful today that I'm justified hallelujah through the blood of Jesus Christ, glory to the name of the Lord. we are overcomers by his blood hallelujah and you know so many times I know we struggle as Christians when we come to the Lord the one thing that we struggle with and it, and we that we have a hard time with is our conscience because Although the Lord forgives us of our sin, forgives us of our wrong, and He don't think about it, He don't hold it over our head, like Brother Chase was saying a minute ago, our mind that tries to take over and not allow the Lord to do His work, not allow Jesus to do what He wants to do, either in, in the church or in our lives, in our, in our walk with Him, our mind, our conscience, is constantly pull, trying to pull us back. Our conscience is a terrible thing for us, but the blood of Jesus cleanses Our conscience today, it takes care of that conscience problem that we have. Anytime you have have thoughts of of something you've done in your past, or you feel like the devil's bringing something back up, or maybe something's thrown back up at you, someone says something, plead the blood of Jesus over your conscience over it. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. (laughs) Plead the blood of Jesus over it. Glory to the name of the Lord. Let's look at Hebrews 9 and chapter 14. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Those things that you did beforehand, cleanse your conscience from those dead works to serve the living God. So many Christians today feel like they can't move forward in the Lord because they... They feel like, and they have in their conscience it's something that they have done or maybe even said in the past is holding them back. They feel like that they're, that they're not not allowed to do that. Or maybe even some other church folk or some church organization has told them they, that they can't do that because this has happened to them or that's happened to them. But the word says that, cl- that God will cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Hallelujah. We are to serve Him today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. So His blood will cleanse our conscience. And any time we struggle with that, we need to plead the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Over that. Hallelujah. Because there's power in that blood. Just like the song we sang earlier. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to His name. Aren't you thankful for that power today in the blood of the Lord? Glory to His name. Hallelujah. Not only that, we talked about how, how Jesus' blood took care of that sin that we had since the time of Adam. But also, Jesus' blood cleanses our sins. It cleanses the sins that we have. 1 John chapter 1, and we're going to read verse 7 through 9. But if we walk in the light, that tells us right there, right away, we know we need to be walking in the light. We, need to, we know we need to be following the light of Jesus as He is in the light. We have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ. His Son cleanses us from all sin. All sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And Check out verse 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah! His blood cleanses all of our unrighteousness, all of our sins for us today. Hallelujah! No matter when we fall, we but if we walk in the light and we're and we're having that close relationship with the Lord, we're supposed to be following the Lord. We're supposed to be walking with Him. It shouldn't be something creeping up on us. If you're in the light, you're going to see it coming. You're right there with Him. It. it should be made easier and easier in our walk with the Lord to not to not have these things come upon us because we are to be in the light like the scripture said. He is that light. Hallelujah. And like I said earlier, the blood gives us power. We are so blessed today because the children of Israel back in that time, they didn't have that type of power in the blood like we have today through Jesus Christ. They didn't have that. So they had a covenant, but they didn't necessarily have the power within them to be able to follow through with that covenant. We have no excuse today we have the power through Jesus Christ to fulfill our covenant with Him. Woo, glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We have no excuse today. We have the power through Jesus to fulfill that covenant, to stay in the light with Him. Hallelujah. Also, the blood heals us. The blood heals us. Look what Isaiah 53 and 5 says. But He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised. For our iniquities, the chastisement for our peace was upon Him. And by His stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are healed by His stripes. Isaiah said this 700 years before Jesus' time. By His stripes, we are healed. Isaiah knew that time was coming. Hallelujah. That His blood, hallelujah, was going to heal us. We are healed by His blood. There's so much power in that blood. Hallelujah, glory to the name of the Lord. Like Pastor said earlier, if we could only tap in to more than just a little bit, just a little bit, if if we as Christians and and as a body of Christ in the kingdom of God, not only in this church, but all churches around in the kingdom of God, there is a deeper level. Woo, there's a deeper level that we could get if we could only learn to walk more in the light, to follow His ordinances, to stay true to Him, to not give up on Him. Hallelujah. The things that we can do in this country, in this world, through Jesus Christ. It all, all the power and the strength comes from Him. Hallelujah. In His blood. There's one last scripture that I want to give you in Exodus 15 and 26. If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, Notice it didn't say do what is right in our sight. Don't do what we feel like is right. Don't get tired and weary and and get slack. Do what is right in His sight. Well, I don't agree with that. I know that's what the Word says. That's That's not what Jesus says. That's not what God here was telling the children of Israel. He said do what is right in His sight. He's not asking your opinion about it today. He's not asking. He's saying, do what is right in His sight. Give ear to His commandments. Keep all of His statutes. And I will put none of the diseases on which you ha- ha- on which I have brought on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. That is a strong, powerful verse right there. He will put none of those diseases that He put on the Egyptians for I am the Lord who heals you, he says. We have got to follow Jesus today. We've got to follow His statute, His commandments that He He has described. We've got to stay in such a close relationship. We're going to see what's coming, and we have the power to overcome through the blood of Jesus Christ. Let's stand this afternoon. pastor comes back up. I want to make sure everyone knows today that we are overcomers. By the blood of the Lamb, the per, the perfect Lamb, Jesus Christ. There's no other. There's no other time. No other. No other name given under heaven among men by which we must be saved is through Jesus Christ. It's through His blood. He He paid the price. He willingly laid down His life and shed His blood for every man, woman, boy, and girl. And it's not only for salvation but it is for every walk of our lives. I don't care what you're going through today. If it's depression, if you have a sickness, you need a healing. I don't care what it is. Let's get closer to God. Let's follow Him. Let's stay in the light and, and let's see what the Lord will do in our lives. Hallelujah. God bless you today. Hallelujah. The
1: blood that Jesus Thank sure. you. Thank you. Mystery from day to day, it will never lose its hallelujah praising Lord.
4: Give Him a handclap of praise. Today.
2: By the blood, you know. I have heard people tell me. People have told
3: me why well, they don't, sometimes they don't make a decision to live for the Lord. They say, um, um, "Well, I'm I, I'm just afraid I can't make it. Afraid I can't do it." Do you realize that when we make statements such as that, that we are discrediting the blood? Because it is by His blood that we're able to overcome. So if I come along, Ronnie, and I say, well, I just can't overcome, I can't do it. I am discrediting the blood. Years ago, uh, I was came upon the scene of an accident.
2: And um, it was a uh, a young man on a motorcycle. And the blood of his body was running out on the street. I don't know for sure, but I remember thinking that there's no way that he
3: could ever live because it looked like most of his, his blood was on the
2: street. And, uh, but somebody on on the far end over there came walking along
3: and they stepped in this young man who was probably already dead. I don't know. I couldn't get up close to, the police wouldn't let you get up close, but stepped
2: and walked in his blood and kept on And even, you saw the footprint. And I thought, how, man, that was terrible. Somebody either laying there dying or dying, and you just walk right through the blood. How disrespectful! Well, think about how people do that to the blood of Jesus every day. We disrespect that blood, my Lord. Oh,
3: hallelujah. I'm glad that the Word says that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. If you believe that, give him a hand
2: clap. Given out in celebration of coming up 75th year
3: anniversary, they will be in the fellowship hall. You can um, uh, get you one uh, and, and take with you. We want we're doing this because we want to make sure all of our all our members do uh, for sure get one. If we have any left over, we'll give them out to visitors that may be here for our homecoming celebration. Remember our service uh, Wednesday night. Uh, be, if you haven't been coming to Wednesday night uh, service, it would be a good time to start because we'll be starting a brand new study. This coming Wednesday night, um, we finished up what we've been on for some time. We'll be starting something new. Uh, and uh, somebody said, well, what is it? I can't tell you because the Lord ain't told me yet. As <laughs> soon as he tells me, I'll tell you. All right? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's bow our heads and thank God for this service. Father, we come today, we thank you and we praise you for this service. Thank you for the spirit that we felt. Thank you for the word that was delivered. I'm asking your blessings and I'm proclaiming peace upon every individual that's here and also those who have watched by the the day by uh, the live stream. Keep everybody safe on the road. Bring us back when it's time to meet again. In Jesus'
2: name, let the church say, and God bless you. We love you in the Lord.